up on today's federal newscast, new legislation that would target the way social media sites get us addicted. The FAA looks for ways to integrate drones into everyday life. And the post office honors some furry military friends. These stories and more in today's federal newscast. Senator Joss Hawley of Missouri has introduced a bill that would give the Federal Trade Commission and state attorneys the power to act against social media companies that don't remove addictive features in their websites. Hawley's Social Media Addiction Reduction Technology Act would allow the FTC to target the country's top social networking sites like YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Snapchat if they continue to use tools that hook users by offering them more content than they requested in order to get them to continue using their respective platforms. More and more drones are in the air every day, and the Federal Aviation Administration is trying to figure out how to integrate them safely into an already crowded airspace. FAA is running 10 pilot programs across the country to ensure drones don't run into other aircraft and to find practices for operating safely over populated areas. Jay Merkel with FAA's Office in Charge of Drone Integration says the agency is moving beyond line-of-sight operations when the drone is out of direct view and is using technology such as machine learning to help drones in dodging obstacles. David Norquist has been sworn in as Deputy Secretary of Defense. Norquist's appointment by the president follows a Tuesday night Senate vote, during which lawmakers confirmed him for the position by a unanimous voice vote. Together with Mark Esper's confirmation last month, the action gives the Pentagon both a Senate-confirmed secretary and deputy secretary for the first time in seven months. It also clears the way for Richard Spencer to return to his full-time job as Secretary of the Navy. Spencer had been serving as DOD's acting deputy secretary. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. Inspectors found mold in nearly 1,200 dorm rooms at a military complex in San Antonio, leading to hundreds of military personnel being housed in hotels. The mold was found at Joint Base San Antonio-Lackland and at the Camp Bullis Training Support Center. The civilian and uniformed leaders of the Army, Navy, Air Force, and Marine Corps apologized to Congress back in March for allowing substandard living conditions at housing facilities across the country, they laid blame largely on private contractors who build the housing facilities and are obliged to keep them in good repair. Starting today, the U.S. Postal Service is offering forever stamps honoring the nation's military working dogs. The designs being offered feature pictures of the four canine breeds that commonly serve in the armed forces, German Shepherds, Labrador Retrievers, Belgian Malinois, and Dutch Shepherds. Some 2,300 working dogs, along with their handlers from every military service, are deployed worldwide in support of the War on Terror to help safeguard military installations and detect bombs and other explosives. The Office of the Inspector General for the Department of the Interior has confirmed that its investigation of former Interior Secretary Ryan Zinke's use of private email to conduct official business has been folded into a larger criminal probe being coordinated with the Department of Justice. There are two potential criminal investigations currently involving Zinke's tenure at DOI, a grand jury probe of reports that he lied to federal investigators about the construction of a casino in Connecticut, and a DOJ investigation of Zinke's role in a property development deal in his hometown of Whitefish, Montana. Two chief human capital officers delivered a clear message to Congress, 
stop giving us more hiring authorities. The Government Accountability Office says agencies have about 105 different hiring authorities. CHCOs at the Departments of Homeland Security and Veterans Affairs told a Senate committee Congress should put a moratorium on adding new hiring authorities. They suggested agencies should get one authority to hire veterans and another one to strategically target a diverse workforce. The Department of Homeland Security is starting to shorten the hiring process for Border Patrol agents and customs officers. DHS Chief Human Capital Officer Angela Bailey says the agency cut out and rearranged some steps of the hiring process at Customs and Border Protection. It created a fast-track hiring lane for applicants who easily cleared an initial security questionnaire. DHS also arranged some questions on the polygraph and says more people are passing. Time to hire for CBP is an average of 190 days, down from 350 days several years ago. Meantime, the Homeland Security Department is trying for a fifth time to modernize its financial management systems. The Homeland Security Department's turning to the Procurement Innovation Lab to crack the financial system's modernization nut. DHS held an industry day yesterday, and attendees say the pill will take the lead on this decades-old problem. The agency released details of its strategy earlier this month. DHS will award a blanket purchase agreement for systems integration support services, and it will buy software to support the financial system's modernization effort. DHS has tried four other times to modernize its financial management system, only to fall short of its goals each time. I'm Jason Miller. The Small Business Administration is one step closer to getting a new permanent chief. President Donald Trump has nominated U.S. Treasurer Jovita Carranza to serve as the next SBA administrator. A commission stood up by Congress is taking a look at the next steps for artificial intelligence in government and national security. Former Google and Alphabet CEO Eric Schmidt and former Defense Department Deputy Secretary Robert Work head up the commission. They recently heard from members of the FBI, the intelligence community, and the National Security Council about where they see the technology heading. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Or you can subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcast. Also, follow us on Twitter. Our handle there is at Federal Newscast.